The Church Fellowship of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut welcomes you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub. Today, we will begin the next sermon in the Heavenly Authority series. So let's join Bible teacher and author of the award-winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, Pastor Greg Scalzo. In the last sermon we read from Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11, where Paul writes, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. And the section we're on right now in the Heavenly Authority series concerns that section, some to be evangelists. And we've been studying the office of the evangelist, the one who declares, who brings, who announces good news, the messenger of good. Remember, that's what that word means, messenger of good, the preacher of the gospel. And last time we saw Philip, who, not Philip the apostle, Philip who started as one of the original deacons in the Jerusalem church, and then the persecution happened, uh, and the Christian Jews were scattered, and Philip evangelized, we read it last time, an entire city of Samaria, fulfilling the Lord's words in Acts chapter 1-8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. And today we're going to see how Philip even begins the fulfillment of this last part, and to the end of the earth to the end of the earth, to all nations. In Luke 24, uh, verse 46, Jesus said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And we'll see the start of the message, the good news going to all nations, and what we're going to look at today. Now, we said last time that in Acts chapter 8, when it says in verse 5, then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them, the name of the city is most likely Samaria, and that it was most likely the capital or the chief city of the Samaritans. You know that also by verse 14 where it says the apostles who were at Jerusalem, they heard that Samaria had received the word of God and they sent Peter and John to them. So you hear that Samaria received the word of God and then later on in verse 25 when Peter and John return, it says they go into many villages or towns of Samaria. So the translation that Philip went down to the city of Samaria is probably accurate. It's probably the chief city of Samaria. At the very least, it's a major city of Samaria that he goes into. And the Samaritan people here, and they believe, and they're baptized, and they're saved. And when you think of the evangelist in modern times, we tend to think of the large crusades, uh, the cities, the towns, the tent meetings, you think of Billy Graham events, 
the large city events. And that's what's really happening here when Philip goes down and evangelizes in Samaria. And remember, we say we go down, everything from Jerusalem is down. So even though Samaria is north of Jerusalem, the Bible will use the expression went down because Jerusalem is seen as the, as the top or the highest point. Notice the scale of the evangelist's activity. You have the city of Samaria, the main city, and now, now what we're going to read, you have the individual, one-on-one -on -one evangelism with the Ethiopian eunuch. Now, one-on-one -on -one evangelism may not seem as glamorous, right? But it's just as important as citywide or town-wide evangelism. And often the results of one-on-one -on -one evangelism will and can reach multitudes. Everyone likes the more glamorous positions, but it was just as important for Philip to preach to the one man as it was for him to preach to the city of Samaria. If you reread in Acts uh, chapter 8, verse 25, so when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, they, Peter and John, returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. Verse 26, now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south, along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So here the apostles are, are preaching in the villages as they go back to Jerusalem, but Philip gets very clear direction from God through an angel. An angel of the Lord speaks to Philip and tells him you have to go down south. You have to get specifically on that road that goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. And, you know, the English pronunciation of that area uh, has always been up to modern times, Gaza. Current pronunciation is now Gaza because of the influence of uh, the current pronunciations in the Middle East. So uh, from this point on, I'll use Gaza. But Gaza is 50 miles southwest of Jerusalem, and it's three miles in from the Mediterranean. It's the southernmost city of Canaan. Remember, it was an ancient Philistine city. Uh, it was situated in ancient times, in the Old Testament times, on the great caravan route between Mesopotamia and Egypt, and also the junction of the trade route with Arabia. I uh, hear the road that... Philip is told to take, goes over the desert way down to Egypt. And it's a desert or a desert road. So Luke has given us an idea of the very specifics of Philip's travel. And we have to understand that it takes a lot of courage for Philip to obey. He's going all alone on this desert road. He's going away from Israel. He's going down to Gaza toward Egypt, and he's being obedient to the voice of the angel. And you see the need of the evangelist for, first of all, guidance. Where to go? Where do I go, Lord? I'm supposed to preach the good news. The evangelist is going out there preaching the good news. Where do I go to preach the good news? Here you have an actual messenger, an angel of the Lord to him. Later on in verse 29, we'll see how the Holy Spirit gives him guidance 
And then very dramatically in verse 39, the Spirit of the Lord will actually pick him up and bring him where he should be. So there needs to be guidance for the evangelist to know where to go. There needs to be, there must be obedience to go then where he's led, to obey the guidance he's received. And then there needs to be courage. There must be courage for the journey. And sometimes it's a desert road. Sometimes it's dangerous. It's harsh. It may be deserted, lonely. The evangelist, when he travels over significant areas to proclaim the gospel, in many ways, that office then becomes similar to what we call missionaries, right, today. When you get on the road to go to another place, to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. So when he's traveling out like that, it's very similar to what we designate a missionary. And notice that God leads, even as with the apostles, God is leading him where to go. It's not a work of the flesh. It's not just because some organization or board says, you're going to go here. And this is important to missionary work today. The Lord must be in the decision. God must lead. And this way then, what will happen will be anointed by God. You know there's a high degree of success. Uh, there's the protection available from the obedience in the Lord. When God leads, when man leads, when it's just the decision of some group of men who have not sought the Lord, and they say, well, you go here, it can be devastating. The evangelist, the missionary, must go out by the leading of God. And not to make too big an issue of it, but we see here Philip alone on that road. There's no family mentioned, right? He's probably not married yet. Later on, years later, we'll see Philip settled down, married with daughters who are prophetesses. And he settled down in Caesarea. He's been there for many years. Uh, that's in Acts chapter 21, and he's still called an evangelist. Matter of fact, that's the place he is designated in Acts chapter 21, an evangelist. So there's evangelism that's near home, and there is evangelism on the road or far away. And if that road, if it's evangelism on the road, like missionaries have to do when they go into strange countries. And if that road is dangerous or it's an unknown journey, I believe the one called to evangelize should be very sensitive to the fact that it may not be the place for family. Sometimes uh, this wisdom has been lacking from some missionary efforts. Maybe there's a time for bringing believing families once there's the initial contact, the initial conversions, it's established, but there's a time also only for the male missionaries to go out. Um, there's a time for everything, and it requires wisdom, and wisdom is really understanding God's timing. Wisdom is understanding the timing of God and the guidance of God. And again, it goes back to God leading. But if you go out on that dangerous road, even if God calls you to, and you bring those who should not be there with you, again, the result can be devastating. So you see what happens when you get into the mode of organizations that have a history of doing things a certain way. 
the evangelist must be sensitive to God's leading, his way, how God wants it done, because you could fall into the trap of just saying, well, we've always done it this way. Uh, we've always brought families. We always looked at a map and said, well, that place hasn't been evangelized. Let's just go there and actually be doing evangelism not in the will of God. And you can have terrible, the long-term things can happen positive. The Lord can use it. But short-term, you can hear many terrible stories about going out and evangelizing in the flesh as opposed to in the spirit. Verse 27, so he, Philip, arose and went. He's obedient. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, he was reading Isaiah the prophet. On our website at shiarjashub.org, you will find directions to our church, as well as a library of hundreds of radio programs for serious Bible study. That website again is shear-jashub.org. There is information on Pastor Greg Scalzo's award-winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, and of course, a link to the Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle channels on YouTube and Rumble.com. We live stream the Sunday sermon at 10.30 Sunday mornings on YouTube. And currently, Pastor is in a fascinating series on last day events. Join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub.